News, views, opinions, and attitudes. Attitudes. It's actually uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. You are indeed listening to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff, and I'm joined, as always, with Jesse. Jesse, today's show, I find absolutely terrifying. (laughs) I agree, Jeff. There's a reason there are some things I have to wait to talk about. Um, You know, as we know, the Luciferian system is quite complicated and You know, I probably could speak forever and still not share everything that I have seen or witnessed, but it is pretty terrifying. And so today what Jesse is going to bring out uh, is something that uh, has never been discussed before. It has never been brought out before. And I think part of the reason that we could bring it out today is the fact that we're seeing evidence of this manifesting on earth today. And of course we are going to talk about some of the things that happened in Houston uh, with some more evidences and we're going to build a case up and you want to hang on to your seats folks because, Oh my, I, I, Jesse, I, I almost, I gotta have to laugh through this because it is so personally terrifying. Laughter is the best way to get through it. I often am accused of laughing at the wrong moment. (laughs) But sometimes that's the only way you can deal with horrifying information. There is, there is nothing. Hey, listen, folks, I'll tell you something we've been saying on this program for a long time, because actually we've been building up to information like this. And, you know, it was a number of months ago, I started saying, listen, you know, these, uh, you know, these ascended masters and stuff like that are, are communicating and they're, they're telling all, and all these shows are repeating their messages. You know, you know, the DJT will be back in office once we get this uh, collective consciousness and the collective consciousness has to be at 60%. And then they push it to 80% with this collective consciousness. Now here's the thing. There's some truth to what they're saying. But what is the collective? Oh my God. Oh, Oh, Jesse. We will give these definitions the collective consciousness, the forefathers, the the weird. And we got to remember this the Brotherhood Luciferian system, it really is a religion. So you're dealing with their sick twisted religious beliefs. All right. So one of the first things, because we want to show you how this is happening and how it's being implemented as we go. So we're going to build the case up a little bit. We're not trying to put things off, but you'll actually have a better understanding as we start to break down things. And, uh, and, And one of the first things I'll just bring out is, you know, obviously, during um, lockdowns and things like that, when people were in their houses over the last year, there were a lot of antennas going up, mm-hmm. right? Um, yep. You know, for for the greatest cell phone technology known to man, right? <laughs> you know, we can't right. even really say the words. And they just um, all happen to be put on ley lines and, you know, 
receiving and giving frequency and vibrations and 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 so one of the things is right before this uh this thing that happened in Houston a couple of weeks ago and yeah we're talking about astro you know um mm-hmm. it's being flagged now a little bit so we'll be careful on what we say uh but there right before it there were extra towers put up yeah okay in those areas and and by the way uh so <laughs> I'll, I'll just go here. So I was talking to a good friend of our show and, and actually she gave me permission to, to say her name, but I'm going to use a judgment call and not say her name uh, at this point in time. But uh, someone was down there uh, dealing with some of the fallout that happened after this, because uh, there's a lot of missing people. There's a lot of stuff that hasn't been reported. And she had said, she goes, no, she goes, Jeff, the, the whole city, they're, they're like zombies right now. They are walking around like, like it, it's not normal what's happening in Houston right now. Right right now, still, people are, well, maybe they're hearing the voice of God, Jesse. <laughs> maybe they reached and connected to the God consciousness, Jeff. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, all right, so... I wanted to get that out of the way, but let's look at what some tech companies are doing. And I'm just going to play a really, really short video. And by the way, some of the stuff I'm going to show you uh, is on Telegram and it will be posted on the Telegram main channel for you to do today. And and actually, since I put up the uh, the bulletin for what the show was about, we had a couple diggers already start digging into this and it's really, really great. Uh, so let me just share the screen here. Okay, I'm going to want to share this one. Okay, really, really short video. It's just a man speaking, so if you're listening on audio, you're not going to miss anything. They've just developed the first DNA hard drive Microsoft has. One gram of DNA can store 433 petabytes of data. So they've created a digital DNA hard drive. So now we have the capability of transferring consciousness into a storage capacity. We can literally take a skin cell from your body, create a clone of you up to whatever age specified, and then transfer your consciousness from uh, your body, your mind, into that new avatar. They've just developed the first DNA. They can transfer your consciousness. Huh. <laughs> now, this is, and, and, and Jesse, when we were doing this dig on Friday, th- this was a page that I I went to, uh, which is, you know, about this uh, silent sound subliminal mind control. It's been around since 1973. They've had this technology. And one of our diggers actually pulled this up, and they went to the same websites that we were looking at. But listen to this subliminal acoustic manipulation of the nervous system patent number. And you can look this up. It's verified Google patents. Uh, You might want to pause, write this down. Patent number six, zero, one, seven, three, zero, two, a that's six, zero, one, seven, three, zero, two, a. And if I can do the next part, actually go back up just for a minute. I want to share that part. Um, it says silent sound 
subliminal mind control. And we've talked about how, you know, with sound, with vibrations, you know, everything is not heard. Not all sounds are heard with the ear. Um, Some are felt. So, you know, think of like, um, who is it? I'm blanking right now, but I think it was Mozart, right? Who was deaf? He was. Yeah, but he was able to play these phenomenal pieces. And it wasn't because he could hear the sound. It was because he could feel how the different sounds blended together. So that feeling is part of that silent sound, the subliminal behind the scene things that are not upfront or identifiable. yeah, that's right. So, so technically, the human ear, um, and we mentioned this on the last broadcast we did about this subject. Uh, technically, the human ear does not hear frequencies below twenty hertz, which is like a a really low bass note. Okay, but you can feel it, and and so it is somewhat audible to a certain degree. And same with above one hundred and twenty hertz, which is. Uh, you know, a, a really high pitched frequency. You know, they say that only dogs can hear a dog whistle, sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that sort of thing. So, uh, this stuff is very, very real and it has been out there. And by the way, the one thing, uh, if you're listening on Podbean, um, so we do have a graph of, you know, how the, uh, the silent sound works and how they send out the frequencies and it basically will goes into your ear and into your brain, sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. but what we also have a picture of is one of those beautiful towers that's going around yeah. and being erected everywhere for what, you know, five and then six with the uh, yeah. letter of the alphabet after it. Uh, so, you know, this is, uh, this is real folks. Yeah. So, so it targets the, you know, this hard drive, it looks like targets the, um, the nerves, the you know, the mind, the neurons. And and if you listened to this concert that happened, uh, even before the program, like all day, they were playing these frequencies throughout the, uh, the venue, okay? Mm-hmm. People were hearing the, and they were weird frequencies. Like people didn't, it wasn't music. It was just, yeah. you know, that sort of yeah. thing, right? And then then some higher frequencies mixed in and stuff like that. So they were really setting something up going into this. Okay. And what is very interesting about this is, and by the way, everyone needs to boycott Live Nation. I'm telling you. Boycott it. Do not let your kids go to these things. Um, if it, it is truly evil, Live Nation, Universal Music, uh, partnered with Sony, all these. Like I'm, I'm telling you, just you got to start getting away from this. Do not give them your dollars. Do not give permission in going. One of the other things that was interesting about this particular show, and it's it's been a trend, obviously, since people have been locked in their houses, Jesse, that they're doing these virtual shows. 
-hmm. They're getting people into the metaverse. Again, we've brought up Meta is the name of a demonic spirit. And, uh, you know, what is a verse, but, you know, almost like a poem or something, words that are spoken about or for that individual or that being. So, you know, metaverse, I think is, you know, we, we've actually never brought this out before that, you know, all these spirits, you know, and high level witches, warlocks, they all create gr grim wars, which are books that detail the different spells or the different uh, incantations, things that they do or they focus on. It, it could even uh, detail their journey um, in whatever magic they're specializing in. So, you know, when we think about these uh, mass media sites now, which we know media also is the name of a demonic spirit, media. And um, he's, you know, the, we'll just say the chief commander over meta. Okay. So we're starting to deal now with a demonic army. But, you know, what do these different media sites like, you know, FB and the Tweety and all these, what do they, um, what do they do? They chronicle all these different conversations. Is it possible that basically these sites are the grimoire or the chronicles of these demonic spirits and their interaction in our lives? Um, you know, when he goes to his council meetings, what does he present as, you know, his targets, the things he's working on, you know, the things he's trying to deceive, tempt, destroy, um, you know, it chronicles his works. So we're playing a part of that and they're doing it not just in a book form anymore, <coughs> but it's live action chronicling and the ai is learning everything about you yeah they're learning everything about you things will be tailor-made for you in your metaverse <laughs> and by the way uh you know obviously you know people like to go to shows and stuff like that we've brought out that they've been rituals and you know this particular one was sacrificial uh, but like they, they are almost all rituals. Like I don't know. There's not too many big name stars. I think that are not in the system. Like let's, yeah. let's just be, let's just be honest. Uh, there's very few breakthroughs when they control the uh, distribution and everything else. Right. Um, mind you, they might get people in there and then convert them as they're in there. And we've probably yeah. seen that happen as well. And you really need to pray because, you know, just the fact of the moment you sign on to these um, sites, it's considered willing consent. Um, so unless you really prayed up, you're automatically willing, con willingly consenting to whatever that spirit is leading towards. You're giving them access into your home. You're giving them access to your personal information. You're giving them access to your pictures um, you know, these spirits have 
been assigned to us for years where they have to study, they, you know, learn how to tempt you, how to make you downfall. Their, their goal is to bring us down. But think of how much easier we've made it now where they literally just have something we willingly consent and we willingly give them all this information in mass amounts, you know, instead of having, you know, 10 or 20 demons assigned to 10 or 20 people, they literally could have, you know, 10 demons monitoring this website and they're getting hundreds of thousands of people's info at one time and just have to coordinate and organize it all. We've yeah. made their job much easier. And, and the AI is definitely part of this and now, and how they're going to be manipulating it. And so when you get into this metaverse, you're going into a virtual world and that's where they're having these concerts, you know? Um, so this particular Travis guy, for instance, and Drake and all these guys, they're doing these virtual concerts and they're even doing them inside the biggest game ever in the world for kids. And that's Fortnite. Right. So now think about this. We know how tell a vision has been programming you and how powerful it is. And look at the effect on society. It's still effective folks. How much more is it when you go into this virtual universe? Yeah. And how much more connected are you? And by the way, are we, just being connected to a cloud? Well, maybe. A cloud of witnesses, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> so this goes back, of course, it, it almost always goes back to the Nazis, right? Like, you know, yeah. um, I have a great article that was uh, that was sent to me and... Uh, and I've given a, a lot of people, I, I gave one of our dig teams heads up this morning to start looking into a corporation called Dyn Corp, D-Y-N Corp. And they deal with nanotechnology. Yes. And, and in fact, and we got to be very careful of our words here, but, uh, you know, there's nanos in going into people's bloodstreams right now. Let's just say that. And uh, it's even written in the patents for some of these things that are being heavily, heavily pushed right. that they're operating systems, okay? They're changing your code. They're doing all this sort of stuff. So, and with uh, with glycine oxide that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Jesse, Mm -hmm. This is making you the person who took it an antenna to send and receive signals. Right. And not just, I mean, now we're starting to get into the scary stuff, Jeff. So let me, uh, let me just read one paragraph of this, uh, this thing and and we're probably still not going to go there we have to to build the case a little bit more uh but uh we we all know that uh the the, the nazis didn't go away after world war ii okay I, everyone in our audience knows that now the top echelon members of the fourth reich had access to the alien derived age repression technology 
that allowed people like Hitler's army intelligence chief and Dr. Ott, secret top lieutenant of the Gestapo under Himmler, General Reinhardt Gremlin, uh, to remain alive and active to this day, verified by Otto Skorzenzi in 1999, Genlin did not die in 79, as Joseph Mengele did not die in 79, or as Otto Skorzenzi did not die in 1975. Their deaths were faked by the three-letter three agency. Uh, Genlin and Mengele are still alive today. Their offspring are also alive and active, as you will learn as we continue on. But Jesse, God limited people's lives on earth. He did. Yeah. To 120 days, I believe. 120 you years. Know. Yes. That's what I meant. 120 years. Sorry about that. Um, and, uh, but there are special cases we know throughout history or time, you know, where there have been individuals who reported, you know, having lived 300 years or like some of the, you know, um, up in the mountains in Siberia, uh, some of those individuals who live off of apricot seeds um, have been, you know, identified as living over 300 years. So there are, there are specified or specific situations where God has granted longer life. Uh, I see. I was not familiar with that. Okay. Yeah. That's very interesting. But, you know, the, the whole goal of this, and, and just going back to the Microsoft thing that's happening, and, and think about what they're talking, they're talking about these med beds that are coming out, right? Uh, and no, 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 you can, your consciousness can live on, right? You can, you can literally download your consciousness. We have the technology. I don't want to scare people, Jeff, but... You know, I mean, med beds just don't sit well with me. From my childhood, I can remember being laid on a slab. Sometimes it was a medical type stretcher thing, you know, and they would start their witchy chants and their hovering hands. And no matter what they did, there was a mass amount of static electricity and you could feel things happening. You know, that I, I literally was healed from some of my wounds through their methods. Um, but and a lot of the frequency as well, right, Jesse? Yeah. Frequency yeah. and light. Exactly, yeah. And they had, you know, it was interesting. Like, there aren't even scars uh, for some of my wounds. The, you know, there's like no sign inwardly or outwardly of those wounds. Um, but... There was one, like when I was three, I had been in a car accident and had cut my uh, forearm and had just like a little, you know, cut on there. It was pretty deep. And that was the first time I had encountered an angel. And uh, the angels like, well, what happened was the guy got out of his car and my mom had to get out of ours and the guy literally was yelling at her. While that was happening, these three people, a woman with, you know, bleach blonde hair and two guys, they looked like they were in their 30s, came out of this house and they grabbed me and my sister out of our car seats 
And I remember the lady had my sister and one of the guys had me and took, took us into the house. I remember the house being completely empty. There was nothing in there. So the guy reached into a drawer. He grabbed a Band-Aid out. He, you know, put my arm under the sink. He washed it off and everything, dried it, and then uh, put the Band-Aid on it. And then they took us back out. I, I asked where, you know, my sister was. And she showed up a few minutes later with the lady. They literally set us down, standing on the sidewalk. I was three. My sister's one. And all of a sudden, my mom was like, Jesse, where were you guys? I told you not to get out of the car. And I was like, and she's like, I told you not to get, you know, your sister out of her car seat. And I was like, I didn't. I said, the people got us out. And she's like, what people? Right. And I turn around. They weren't there. Well, then I said, well, they were in that house. They, I showed her the Band-Aid. She could see the Band-Aid. She went up to the house. There's nobody there. It's an empty house. Um so ironically, I have a scar from that incident. That was the only scar. These people would try to remove it. Um, you know, the Sisters of Light, they would focus all their energy trying to remove that scar. They could never take it off my body. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yep. So listen, there, there are angelic ways there are mysteries that have gone back there's the hidden knowledge a lot of it all has to do with frequency it has to do with light um jesse has already said that the gates are opened up by frequencies and things like that um but it's so much more even even if you look at the patents that were released by the u.s navy in 2017 under djt when they put out the uh, the diagrams of the anti-gravity machines, it's like a really simple motor structure. It's it's like it's it's light and sound that that creates this anti-gravity. And and how do you go across the universe? Well, probably not one hour at a time. It's not like the kids are in the back of the saucer going, Are we there yet? No. Right. No, you go bang, you go through a gate. How, how do you think Saturn Satan goes from Saturn to Earth so quick? Well, this is how he makes it to all of the rituals, you know, four times a year. He's in every place where the rituals are being held throughout the world. He goes through the gates. Yep. He's not a flying guy, right? Nope. So... The sound, the frequency, everything else has been used. Now, even on a rudimentary level, we saw this happen with the uh, the protests that were happening in uh, in Australia, for instance. They brought out these Hummers, and they had this big radar sort of thing on the top of it, and it was a frequency device, and it was used to disperse the crowds. If you were in the range of this frequency device, it's its excruciating pain. You have to move away from it, right? So look, all of this stuff is coming to fruition right now. I think, you know, I'd encourage people as you were saying that about the pain, you know, go back to um, some of the survivor stories from, you know, that are like 20 years before my time, 
because you're dealing with the same system, the same programs, the same individuals. Um, and, you know, what are the things that they report, you know, that this was torture that they were having to go through that, you know, there would be hours that they'd be subjected to these sounds, these frequencies, um, eardrums would get broken. You know, mine, I have major ear issues too. Um, you know, so we've brought out some of the things that the body does to keep score of this abuse. Um, but it's, it's like that, you know, so many things that their body experienced, even to the point of, you know, where sound would be breaking bones or disconnecting tissue from bone. Um, these are the things that, you know, who were the trials? Who, who were part of their initial tests as they're gearing up for these end times so they know, you know, what to expect. They, they've worked out a lot of the kinks or problems that didn't go make it go in the direction they want it to go in. And, you know, we were the children, we were the survivors who had to endure those tests and trials for this. And, you know, much like the, uh, you know, that this whole, uh, pandemic thing that's been going around for the last two years, I believe is just the, uh, you know, it's a, it's a test to see how many people will take the actual mark eventually. Um, I really, really believe after doing so much research on this thing that happened in Houston a couple Fridays ago, that this was a mass test on a large body of people yeah. and it worked very well. Now I want to tell you, because I've shared with many people that, uh, you know, I have a background in live concert entertainment and things like that. And one of the things that really bugged me about this is if I was, if the Lord didn't get in front of me, uh, I might've been the guy producing that show. That's where I was heading in my life. And the, the point is though, here's a little trick that you might not know because it's always about perception in the media. So Right now, it's reported that eight people died, okay? It's also been reported, I'm not, we're talking mainstream, that hundreds of people were brought to the hospital with cardiac arrests. There's still people in comas. There's the, So the numbers are much, much bigger than what they say. And by the way, there's still people looking for their kids, okay? Yeah, there's a lot missing. A lot of people went missing. But even when you look at all the video, and, and I know many of you have watched a lot of the videos as I have, when you look at the video, you think there's no way it was only eight people. But here's how they do it, folks. Here's a little secret. Because people, uh, and not even nefariously, people die at large events all the time, at football games, at concerts, at when you have 50,000 or 100,000 people, it's likely that someone's going to have a heart attack. It's likely that someone's going to, you know, there's different instances that happen. Here's the little trick, folks. You get taken away in an ambulance. When you're off of the grounds, that's when they pronounce you dead. Yep, and then so, they don't have to report it happened at the event. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It happens all over the place at all these public venues. That is one of the big secrets that they do. So, you know, um, they might, might've had something, but they will not declare 
And it's just the technicality, right? Yeah. The guy could, person could be cold, stiff, dead being carried out. Uh, they get him into an ambulance and then they decide to call it at that point in time. Right. These people are sick. So <laughs> when we're talking about this being an experiment and, and let's just, let's just recap what we have right now. We know that frequency is used as a weapon. We've seen it. Everyone saw it. It was reported on the mainstream media with crowd control and things like that. We know that's being used as a weapon. We know that the uh, hokey pokies have operating systems. Right. We know that GO is in them, which is an antenna. Yep. We know that there's these frequencies that they play. And by the way, just a quick side note, because it's, uh, I saw this question come up many times. We've talked about the good frequencies, like 432, uh, and the bad frequency structure, 440. And people have asked, well, don't those frequencies overlap? Yes, they do. But here's the difference. And I'm just going to explain it in the, probably the least technical way I can. In music, there are eight true notes, and then there's the semitone notes, which is your sharps and flats, okay? In total, there's 12 different notes in all of music. All of music is based on 12 different notes. But so when you look at those notes, like if you take a piano, you go from one white key to the next white key, it is, a, that's a whole note, A to B, B, you know, uh, right. But then B to C is a half a note, okay? It's a half step. So uh, there's tones and semitones. But the thing is, the distance between those tones is always the exact same. So if I tuned my guitar down from 440 to 432, you might be crossing some of the same frequencies, but the tones are still at the same intervals, so you're actually hitting different notes than you are at the different frequency ranges, okay? Right. And, and so these other frequencies are meant to go in and hit to your nervous system, essentially. They figured out because frequency is power. Mm -hmm. Now, combine that with towers. They're emitting super strong frequencies. And by the way, to attend a large event uh, in most places now, do you have to have a passport? Yeah, uh, they are saying yes. Right. So now you've got a bunch of people. They've been hit with frequencies all day. They're exhausted. They're standing on their feet. They're seeing this visually spectacular thing uh they're getting the messages they walk through the tunnel the, through the mouth to get in through through ball's mouth essentially it oh, says sacrifice <laughs> it says the on the other side the original flyer is the new dystopia when the end comes it is just the beginning that was the original flyer for this yeah. so what end and what other side are they talking about yeah, uh, you know, I believe it was demonic realms. <clears throat> there are people claiming, and these are non-Christians, these are non-believers who are claiming they 
felt evil spirits come into them. There's videotape of <laughs> evil spirits floating around there. And in fact, I don't have it pulled up. I will post these on uh, on our Right On Radio main channel today. But one of our uh, our listeners, a great digger, actually thought she saw something. So she took a bunch of still shots and zoomed in. In the smoke, you see actual demons in the smoke. Wow. And I'm talking massive ones, like, you know, 30 foot tall demons and, wow. and, and smaller ones and stuff. I'm going to put, she, she has the photographic evidence. Look, this is, this is just screenshots. This is not uh, photoshopped or anything. So this was real. This was happening. This was an invocation somehow. Um, it was a surrender. You gave permission and and also we saw these frequency weapons so some people just literally died of heart attacks mm -hmm. yeah. um this was a sacrifice an invocation a possession this had everything going for it jesse yeah you know i would propose more that beyond you know an invocation is just something you're going to give um that implies your intentions, uh, what you want to happen. What we witnessed, you know, I would say gets into high level, um, very distinct forms of witchcraft um, and a very specific type of witchcraft. Yeah, and 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 let, let, let's look at who the players are. Like, obviously, this guy, Travis, is a demon. You know, just look at him. He's a demon. Uh, he he said in an interview we played last time, it's all about the blood. His concerts are all about blood. Okay, his words. Who's he Who's he had a child with and who is he with? Like one of the most satanic families in Babylon right now. That's what I call Hollywood now. Um. Oh, by the way, Kylie... I think, or, or yeah, one of one of the yeah. Jenners. That night uh, was her sixty sixth birthday, which it's common to do a sacrifice um, and to sacrifice the number uh, for each year of their birth date for high level members. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm not going to go there, but. Uh, we know that to be true. Which, you know, I'm just going to add this because this is how the system oftentimes works. Um, when you're in it, you pick it up, you recognize. Um, but it being the specific 66th birthday, that also was the signature code for Josiah's death. So it names specific members in the system specific levels so i'll just put that out there oh jesse whenever you bring that up it just it breaks my heart and i know it breaks everyone else's heart who's listening to this you know yeah. um 
listen, we're putting out some truths, folks, and uh, and Jesse is risking everything, and and I think uh, what we're about to bring out to you today is no different than that. So now let let's look at uh, let's look at things like Disney. Uh, Disney's been kind of putting a lot of this stuff out for many years, obviously in their propaganda and their things, they're showing magic, they're showing different things. Um, everyone knows that, uh, that Walt was at least a 33rd degree. Um, he's created this space with all kinds of tunnels under it, a literal city underneath it. Um, you know, things happen there every single day, but beyond that, he was, they said he was put cryogenically to sleep because he's actually supposed to come back this year, Jesse. Time is running out. I don't know what the date yes. is. I should have pulled that up. But he's supposed to come back this year. They're supposed yeah, to let him out. Wait, and, and, Jeff. I think that's going to happen during Saturnalia, December 21st. You know, that tends to be a specific day important to them because it lines up with the Mayan 20 you know 12 21 12 so um anyway uh yeah they you know there's always rumors that you know the cryogenics and that's kind of what we want to bring out but i'll let you kind of lead where you want to go with this because i know you're building a case here jeff well so just like that article that i was reading with mengala and with all these guys that they said they're they're still alive and then, you know, we heard it's widely reported that Disney did this 20-something years ago. He wanted to be able to come back to life. But yeah. Jesse... Well, can I present something real quick, too? Some of the connecting pieces. Um, people can get a copy of, um, you know, Colonel... Can we say his name, Michael? Uh, Aquino? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you can get his book, Mind Wars, and in there, you know, he gives credit to everybody who he's worked with that's part of these projects um, that these books are built off of. And, you know, we'll see Walt's name in there. Um, you know, was Akina working directly with Disneyland programs and programming of children and the crimes that happened there? Absolutely. Um, so you've got this whole network. Um, that's being built there. And, you know, what are they? They're all members of the same, you know, societies, the same specialized circles, the same warlocks, um, people who specialize in different forms of magic. And, you know, there's so much evidence out there that Walt, you know, he wasn't just part of the Masonic groups. He was, into forms of black magic and that comes out in his movies he brings out stuff um you know it's not just fairy tales you know um the Grimm's fairy tales are not just made up stories these are actual documented events um that came out of germany and other areas uh real things that happened um so you know, you've kind of got this building that um, this case that, you know, these individuals are distinctly working together in different governmental experiments and projects. Yeah. And Jesse, I'm going to 
take a risk here because I have never done this and I'm not going to give all the details, but last week after doing the Astro show, I needed to take the Thursday off. As you know, uh, it really hit me hard. And now when we're going into what we're going to reveal, uh, part of the reason it really hits me hard is I have never wanted to expose my family. And of course I didn't even know about this until after I met Jesse and started looking at my own past, but let's just say my family is directly connected to Disney at the very highest level. At the very highest level. And, you know, I grew up there. Uh, I was, you know, I had a free pass. Uh, you know, I was in the underground. I was in the rides when they were being built. I was, you know, I was there. And, you know, uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that just never made sense and it wasn't until recently I talked to one of my family members and they said, oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, why the Lord, uh, I'm starting to understand at least a bit more of why God has called me to this because I was exposed to a lot of stuff that I was not even known for. But, you know, because I came of this entertainment and such an entertained childhood through all the Disney experiences and stuff like that and then going into concerts and you know, um, the Lord has really allowed me to see stuff that, uh, you know, I wouldn't see. And then, you know, when meet Jesse and, and when, uh, when what we're about to, we're going to get there in just two seconds. I promise you, uh, we're not trying to hold off. We're trying to, we want you to build the case. So you can understand, uh, where this is going and that it has been right before your eyes the whole time. Um, now because of my background, I see this and I see how they've been putting all the pieces together. So what Jesse's going to tell you is absolutely true, uh, in my estimation from everything I've seen. And we just gave the Disney thing as an example, because that's very public. Um, we know that there's other people, but Jesse, when we talk about connecting to the cloud again through these nanos that are in you through the towers that are going up through the different frequencies that they're broadcasting are they just being connected to microsoft or amazon cloud or is there something else no there's something else so you know as we get into this more um you know i kind of want to go back a few years as you know people know like some of the interconnections um, in the Luciferian system, you know, you had kind of in the 1970s, um, you had Anton LaVey, who's known for his high level black magic witchcraft. And you also had Michael Aquino. Um, they were working together initially. And, you know, what, what was the real reason for their split? Um, you know, both of them had the same teacher instructor. So this includes also Johnny O'Brenino, who I called Boo. Um, you know, I, when I went through the system, I had a very specific Nazi, Michael Carcock, who was my main teacher and trainer, not only in defense magic, but also in... Um, you know, different, um, the old procurement methods. So, you know, that included different forms of, um, 
you know, procuring, collecting, preserving um, things like adrenochrome and the different um, hormones and chemicals that the higher levels use for rituals or daily functioning, the things to extend their lives. Um, it also included um, different forms of, uh, you know, necromancy, um, divination, um, you know. So they, and define necromancy because I don't think yeah, a lot so, of people are familiar with that term. So necromancy is um, speaking or being in connection to the dead. So, um, you know, and and this is going a specific route because we really want to bring home the reality of, you know, the way that this witchcraft world works. Um, and so, you know, you have these Nazis who, you know, they're not just, you know, we'll say, you know, Marxist or socialist who are part of this political party. It's not a political party. These are witches and warlocks at the highest level, um, high level Luciferians, their religion is the brotherhood system. Um, so, you know, who was my main trainer in the brotherhood besides my proctor? It was Michael Carcock. Um, he's the one who taught us how to interact with the spiritual gates and how to, you know, initially um, communicate in the different realms with the different spirits. Um, you know, he, he worked only with the demonic generals. So that was his job, his position in the system. And, um, you know, so his, before me, the individuals that were under his training were Aquino, Boo, uh, you had other individuals. I would propose that even Disney um, was in there. And you had a, a lot of our military generals that I cannot name at this time um, were <coughs> under, the, under his jurisdiction. And, you know, LeVay uh, was under there. And so they were parts of these beginning to formulate end time rituals. And these are long-term rituals. So it's not like you, you know, just have to show up for preparations and learn how it goes. And then, you know, 40, 50 years down the road, you show up and you perform the ritual. The preparatory stuff literally has taken them over 70 years that they've been preparing for some of these end time things. So, you know, they regularly are showing up, they're going through different aspects of the ritual, preparing for these rituals that are yet to come. So, um, you know, th these rituals include uh, rare forms of necromancy. So we're going to, you know, and what is that communicating with the dead? Um, LaVey was somebody would, who would communicate with spirits. He had no problem dealing with the demons or the demon generals. But where he drew the line was with the necromancy. Aquino had no qualms with the necromancy. In fact, he took it, he, you know, embraced the brotherhood's truths about it. So how do we know he embraced those truths of necromancy? 
everybody can, you know, knows that these two men separated. Um, look specifically at the, you know, the teachings and the base things about Michael Aquino as he set up the Temple of Set. Um, with the Temple of Set, they, you know, look specifically at their afterlife beliefs, okay? They, they don't believe in, uh, um, now I'm forgetting the term of what it's called, um, you know, where you, what is it called when you come back to life as something else? A res reincarnation. Thank you. Reincarnation. Um, it was like right there at the tip of my brain. So they don't believe in reincarnation. They don't believe in a heaven or a hell. What they believe in is called reconstitution. And what is reconstitution? You know, with reincarnation, we know that your physical body dies, your spirit goes into the spirit world, and then your spirit's allowed to come back into another physical form. But now, I don't believe in reincarnation. I don't either. But with want to be clear on that. Yes. Yeah. With reconstitution, what Aquino believed was that his physical body would transform into a spiritual body and would take on that spiritual form. So kind of like, you know, like you've got water, water can take on the form, a physical form, which is ice, um, it can take on a gas form and become, you know, vapor. So, you know, he literally believed there would be this quantum change to his physical body as he became enlightened and took his God form body, which was immortal, indestructible. Um, with this, you know, this goes into deep, deep, not just necromancy, but deep Masonic beliefs that, you know, they believe that they are gods, especially the light side of the system. Yeah. They believe that that giant DNA, which was the mix of the fallen angels and human women who the book of Enoch teaches, you know, these women were witches. They were taught forms of witchcraft. Um, and Jesse, I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt because you're on a roll, but I also just, because you mentioned that DNA again, it's really important to understand that there is DNA altering happening now. And when they want to do this connection with artificial intelligence connecting you, it's that third strand sort of thing. They think, and they're going to sell, you are going to be like God. They're going to sell this to you like this. There's, there's this whole new yeah dystopia yes utopia that they're trying to usher in they're even saying this on the mainstream news right now you know these marxists are trying to bring in this grand utopia they're saying yeah. it folks yeah. sorry Jesse, i didn't want to cut you off but i just want to keep giving the evidences for this of what's right before our eyes right right so you know with this reconstitution um now think about how this works, what, what biblically has God said? The Lord has said that it's appointed unto man once to die and then the afterlife. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, his designed plan is that, you know, we don't get to take this physical body with us, that mm -hmm. it's when he returns that he 
causes this transformation that changes our physical body into an everlasting immortal body, but it's a work of God. So, you know, these Luciferians have tried, they're always trying to mock God. They're trying to be God. Um, so, you know, they've, they've done all these tests, all these things to try to find ways to bypass God's spoken word and plan. And so with this, um, you know, the question is, you know, how do you, is it possible to, to change somebody to make that quantum form? Well, you know, they've, they found out that with the frequencies, the harmonics, that those frequencies can change the state of matter. So think about that when you change a frequency, um, it, it affects your physical body. It changes the ma the matter. Okay. So you know, you can do research different projects. Um, some of this started coming out with, uh, you know, Project Sunstreak, Project Flame Grill, uh, some of the reports about the military soldiers in Afghanistan and Iraq who um, were ghost warriors, where literally they could walk through walls, they could go through floors. How is that possible, right? Um, most people want to pass it off and say it isn't true. Um, the real projects, you're not going to find much on these projects, but um, the real projects fall under the Voice of God project. Um, their further names, you know, would be Operation I Am, and you would have Project Alpha, Project Omega. Both are end time projects. Uh, that Aquino was working on uh, with military. Um, now, with what Aquino brought to the table through CARCOG um, was access. Um, you know, who's built all the underground cities, the Catholic churches, you know, laid out towns, almost every city and town in the world. It's these Masons, the builders. You know, they've built everything. And they've built it very specifically, um, you know, with their program, their design, you know, they're always testing, looking for who's the brightest, who's the most skilled. You know, they want people to be skilled in certain areas to study certain things. They don't want one person having all the knowledge. That's not how it's dispersed. Um so as they, you know, tested people, figured out their gifts, um, you would be elevated into more and more specialized forms of um, different orders, different secret societies that focused on different specialties. And um, you would, oh, hold on one sec. Um, you know, you would gain knowledge in those areas and become the experts, the professionals, the um, people with all that information. Um, and, you know, I grew up with stories, so I'm going to kind of start to go there now. Um, I grew up with, you know, I, my relative that was a high-level Mason, level 66, um, 
would often taunt me with stories about death, okay? And death was never a good thing. I saw so much horrific death and and then it got worse because, you know, your hope was that you would just peacefully get a die in your sleep and not, you know, die any of the horrible ways that I saw other uh, people die in. Um, but they wouldn't even give me, you know, hopes of, or I'll just say, you know, future hopes of a good death. I would get these taunting stories starting when I was little at age four and a half. And it would be that, you know, well, all Masons, this is the way it would be put, all Masons are brilliant geniuses and their knowledge needs to be retained forever. The forefathers' uh, knowledge has been kept meticulously. And, you know, I would hear stories, maybe it's in the, you know, underground libraries, you know, the specialty places, maybe it's in some of these cities, um, you know, Shangri-La, Shambhala, all these other places, you know, that's where the forefathers tend to keep this knowledge. Um, so, you know, I would continue to hear it and then it passed where it wasn't just from, you know, my uh, relative, but then I started getting it from the different generals, the different Nazis that I was working with. I would hear all these stories about the forefathers. Then came the day where um, Aquino, you know, and, and there's a very specific general I cannot name. Um, I never witnessed him in any crimes against children. He was the main person who had to interface with me when I started to learn how to go through and operate the spiritual gates. He was like the person who would tag team with me in case something went wrong and I needed to get back. Um, so these two men said, today we're going to visit the forefathers. And, you know, what I saw was, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty much like this massive warehouse library and rows and rows of preserved heads and brains in containers. And they're not dead. They're alive. Um, people can do some research on cryogenics. And, um, you know, the freezing, they're even using it now in the medical field for people who have strokes, who have brain bleeds, who have heart attacks. They literally will insert this fluid into your veins to um, stop some of the devastating damage that the heart attack or the bleeds would cause to the body. And through this, people um, who've had the heart attacks are literally coming out with no physical damage, no complications, no consequences from those things. So this same technology is being used to preserve these mass amounts of minds. Um, Walt was one of these individuals who talked about these mind vaults. He said that his head would be donated. Um, you know, and that's the way they would put it, that 
you know, they would go, they would join the forefathers. <laughs> this is how they put it. They would join the forefathers. Now, here's where we get into the necromancy. You know, at the highest level, these people are witches. Necromancy is the witchcraft of communicating with the dead. Scripture tells us that there is no way to communicate with the dead. The Lord has put a divider space between the dead and the living. And you got to remember now the dead, let's clarify, they're, they're not like dead is in gone forever. It's not this, you know, it's just they're in their spiritual state, their eternal state. And in a way they're living dead you know their physical bodies died but they're still living beings uh the lord says there's no way to communicate with those individuals so you know what does the enemy do there's a problem there he's got people he wants to communicate with he he, he wants you know other humans to be able to communicate with these individuals as well so what they do is, you know, this is why it's very important. One of the reasons that they are present at the supposed death, um, they make sure that the brain is not dead and that the brain is what's preserved because where's your voice? Where's the center that controls your soul and that connection, that communication line is your brain. So, in cryogenically preserving all of these brains, they now are able through necromancy to be able to communicate to this mass collective of consciousnesses. Um, because what, how's the communication happening? Necromancy is a form of where your spirit's communicating to another spirit. And because that spirit technically has not gone all the way into the afterlife they're still living here on earth they're able to still communicate with them so satan's uh, essentially gaming god by not letting it go all the way right and and he's keeping this collective consciousness alive because they want to access the forefathers knowledge of course right and, and by the way, and they the, can download it into others. Like, so think about, you know, what was Mangala's, you know, and people can look up these experiments, soldiers reporting that in certain places, they'll hear voices that are not their own. You know, all this technology, all these tests, um, they're connecting people with that consciousness and teaching them through necromancy, how to communicate with other spiritual minds and um you know it's all for this end time agenda um you know that you can but that's really what those projects i'll just say those projects the i am the alpha the omega now i had brought out some concerning things about the light side of the system with the different you know i'm again i'm not saying all the individuals who participate in these conferences are part of the light side of the system. I'm not saying that. We have a mix of light side of the system, dark side of the system, and good Christian people who are working together right now. Um, 
to bring down the darkest side of this Luciferian system. But when I went to, I'll just say certain conferences, um, there were specific things that I picked up right away. It's like, wow, that's light side of the system. You know, they would say, okay, everybody's going to repeat back after me. Who's a patriot? And you say, I'm a patriot. Then they say, who's a patriot? And how do you end it? You say, I am. Okay, this is a trigger code. It's a direct operational code that connects people all of a sudden to this mass consciousness, collective consciousness. And so as they go around from state to state, they're connecting people to this forefather consciousness. And um, once you have an access point, they now can direct messages, whether it's through these towers, um, whether it's through specific events or um, the meeting system. Yeah, um, they they get everybody connected. Uh, Neuralink, I fully believe, is also one of the connecting pieces. Um, so you know, it's so just- they're they're hedging their bets on every single platform they can because they haven't mastered this yet. Let's uh, not on a global scale. I, I think. Well, they, I think they, too, because of the mass, they have to connect mass amounts of people. So you know, it would make sense logically that they're going to offer it on so many different platforms because people are going to be deceived. People, you know, who don't normally want to comply. Not everybody's going to go to a concert, but so you know, they can't connect you through a concert that you attend. But hey, they can connect you through metaverse you know, because you're going to get on there. And if you think that there's any way to avoid it, it's like, well, they just put all these towers up in every single person's area. Everybody's got a, you know, almost everybody's got a phone. So really there is. And a a good portion of the population has taken an injection with an antenna send and receive. So our older folks who were the most vulnerable Almost all of them, like the greatest percentage of the population, they've all taken this new operating system. Yeah. So they're not going to go into metaverse, you might be thinking. They're not going to be doing this. But yet, folks, listen, this is so sinister. It's called the Voice of God Project for a reason. Yeah. Literally, you are going to hear the voice of God. Not you. We're trying to protect you from it. But your fellow citizens are going to hear the voice of God from inside their own head. And and we have to clarify that it's really not the voice of God. It's the voice of God. It's everybody within that system. And, you know, what does John 10 say? Like, this is why it's so important to be in the word. John 10 says, my sheep hear my voice and they know me. And so, you know, if you are not in that present relationship with Jesus Christ, where you know his voice, you, you know, when he speaks to me, there's not a question in my mind. I know that God is speaking to me. Yeah. When I question, 
I know it's not him, you know. And so I tossed it out the window. So, you know, we really need to hone our discernment and be spending that time with the Lord so that we know the real voice versus the false voices that are about to come that are, you know, have every intent of deceiving us to believe that they or he specifically, Lucifer, is God. And so, you know, we need to really step it up. And, you know, why does the Lord allow things to be revealed ahead of time? It's not to cause this mass amount of fear. The Lord tells us, you know, Joshua 1, 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be afraid for I am with you. So if we know he's with us, we're not to be afraid. Why does he allow us to know ahead of time? It's so that when it happens, we know that he already he's already sovereignly in control. He's aware of it and he's got a plan and we've got a purpose in that plan that he's created or formed for us. And so instead of being overcome by fear and worries and being scared, what we need to do in those moments is say, Lord, what do you desire of me in this moment? How can I impact those around me for the kingdom of Christ? Um, you know, how can I grab these people from the seat of their pants out of the fire that the enemy has them heading towards and bring them into your kingdom of light because we are a kingdom of priests. You know, we were purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ to be a kingdom of priests. And what are the priests' job? They're to minister before the Lord day and night. They're to um, be the keepers of his glory and, you know, to dwell in the presence of his glory. That's what we were made for. And, you know, read the last few chapters in Revelations. If, if you question that, read those last few chapters. And what does it say? It's the same thing as in Genesis 1 and 2. Yeah. You know, the Lord came and he dwelled with man in the garden. What does it say at the end? Now things have been restored. And once again, God is dwelling with men. And that's always been his purpose is that we dwell together. We abide together. That was his designed plan. So um, that's what the enemy is trying to keep from happening. And ladies and gentlemen, please give hit the like button. Please share this episode with people. Uh, we want people to be warned about this. This is real. There literally is warehouses full of heads and, and for goodness sake, if you're watching another show that's in this movement that we're supposed to be part of, and they talk about this collective consciousness, it has to get 60%. And I, I'm telling you, now you know what they're talking about. They might not know what they're talking about. We're not coming against the people. We're coming across against the message. But I'll tell you where their message is coming from. It's coming from this, you know, these so-called Palladians, these so the so-called council, these uh, ascended masters who are nothing but demons pretending to be angels of light. Yeah, and the light side of is is not light. I mean, imagine 
being trapped. You know, we're talking, these are, you know, individuals who have made that covenant um, with Satan, with Lucifer uh, to serve him. But I can guarantee not a single one, you know, planned on their end looking like it does right now where literally they are held captive you know there is no going across to the other side to that final afterlife you know whether it's hell or heaven they are still stuck here and um you know and they're, yeah, there's well, they, they will they will us. eventually go because the Lord's going to burn Lord this place will. up. Yeah, yeah the Lord's going to burn this place up. I have come to set the captives free. And, you Look know, that, that includes everybody. Everybody will be set free, whether, you know, they're, however the enemy has held them captive, the Lord has said, I've come to set the captives free. Now, and, he might be uh, setting them free to send them to hell, by the way. <laughs> Right. Nobody gets past judgment. We no all way. have to go through that judgment. But, um, you know, there will be that release from from Lucifer's grip. And uh, the Lord has promised that, that uh, he doesn't get to keep a single one of his captives when uh, the archangel Michael binds him in chains and throws him in the pit. He doesn't get to keep a single one of those souls with him. So, um, you know, but um, this is, you know, what we're, we're dealing with. And it's all happening now. And you're right. It's like they've, they've, they've been working on this for over 70 years just to prepare for this. Uh, we are there, folks. Uh, you need to join us on Sundays and go through this revelation study because I'm telling you, uh, it's there for a reason. You're supposed to get revelation. You know, uh, we're answering a lot of questions through a Bible study and letting the Bible prove itself to you. And, you know, if you want to know what's going to happen next, well, the Bible tells us what's going to happen. And because it's God's will, it will happen. There's, it's just, it, this stuff is coming. Uh, look, we don't know the dates. It just certainly kind of feels like we're there right now. And uh, there's all the signs that point to it. God says that you won't know the date, but you'll know the season. Uh, I'm suggesting we're in that season. Yep. Definitely. So very, very important, ladies and gentlemen. We need to do everything we can to stay together. You need to get this message out so people can, at least you can plant the seeds in them, particularly like, listen, you can't send this video to someone who's totally asleep. Okay. It's just going to, it's way over their heads. This is meant for a high level audience, which you are. Uh, we always pray before every show that God brings the right people to the broadcast. I don't care how many, we just want the right people. And so we want you to share it with the right people as well. Uh, people who have to be somewhat awake to understand what is happening because this is a worldwide effort. Ladies and gentlemen, these towers are going up. Uh, the, the hokey pokey is going on all around the world. Uh, they've got an angle for everybody to hear this voice of, and obviously I wrote the artwork with a small G God, obviously, because he is just a nothing but an imitator. Yeah. And 
And by the way, if you look at it, he's using these evil corporations to accomplish his agenda. Right now, you've seen a blend. Who really runs things right now? It's really not the puppets you see in government. It's these big corporations. And these big corporations do not have your best interest in mind. Uh, we see what Walmart has done. We see what Amazon has done. And the billions of dollars they've raked in while ma and pa businesses were closed, okay? We see the products that they're giving. We think there's the illusion of choice. They're putting, you know, fetal uh, tissues in your foods and stuff like that. They're putting the most caustic chemicals in your cleaners and the stuff you're using in your home. They are killing you. They're, they're putting, you know, they're, they're trying to limit fertility. They've been doing this for 50 years. We found out with these tetanus things that are happening now and stuff like that. Like, ladies and gentlemen, get away from it. You got to start putting your money back into the kingdom. And that's why Jesse and I are promoting this thing, My Liberty Stand. Go to mylibertystand.com. Fill out the form. Someone from our audience will contact you. Think of them as a concierge, okay? Because if we just sent you to a web page, you're going to say, well, I'm going to look at it later, but you won't really understand what it is. So we're providing this as an additional service to you to have a concierge. It'll take about a half an hour of your time, but please respect your fellow audience member. When you sign up, honor that commitment that you have. Uh, this, you know, it's, it's not an end all. I have to clarify too, because, um, you know, it, it takes time to make these transitions and, you know, there are still times you have to interface, you know, right now there's only, you can pretty much only get toilet paper from the enemy store. So, you know, you gotta sometimes just suck it up and get what you can where you can, you know, and that's understandable. But the less that, you know, I mean, I think about it this way that, you know, if I can get something someplace else where I know that money's not going back into the system, it's not feeding the nefarious things that are happening there. That's maybe one child, maybe it's two children that you just have not you have now not put your money towards yeah. that harm of, of that individual. So, you know, one at a time and, you know, the Lord knows, the Lord knows the extent of the wickedness. And so I don't feel that there has to be guilt or shame for those who, you know, there are some who, who will continue to purchase from the corporations and, um, you know, I don't think there should be guilt or shame with that. There's sometimes nothing you can do. But at the same time, if there is something you can do, if you're willing to do it, this is one of the ways you can start to make a difference. Um, one, one dollar, one penny at a time. 
Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, and it's the same amount of money that you're going to spend somewhere else. It's delivered right to your home. Uh, there's nothing harmful. Like it's all good. It's made in North America. It supports North American jobs in Canada and the U S uh, family owned. And the best part is like your fellow members, uh, you know, this helps our ministry. This helps Jesse and I, this helps other people who are coming alongside of us and helping, and and we're actually helping other ministries through this as well. So, you know, listen, just give it a, just give it a look, go to mylibertystand.com and check it out. If you haven't yet, spend the time. I'm going to keep promoting this, uh, but don't put it off. Uh, get, get in there right away. It's, uh, it's worth it for you. It's worth it for your family. Well, great show, Jeff. And again, um, I'm sorry for the hard information people had have to process through today. Uh, just be in prayer about it and keep your eyes open and, you know, take a stand. Don't be afraid to put the truth out there. Yeah. And I know some people are going to have to watch this more than once because people really love the live chats and they chat so much. They miss information. They have to go back and watch it. Uh, But listen, uh, it really is a pleasure to serve you. It's a pleasure to come uh, alongside with Jesse and to bring you this information. We don't charge for this, although you can support Jesse on Patreon. I have a patron link that uh, helps support me too. Uh, you know, look, it's optional. We'll always give this stuff out, but you know, if you, uh, if you used to go to a church and you don't now, and you, you used to give to a certain charity and you found out that they're, they're not good consider supporting us. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're faithful. Uh, we do pass through stuff. We want to support a lot of people that come our way as well. So, you know, just could just consider uh, supporting Jesse and I. Uh, directly as well with the links below. We also have our merch shop and things like that. All the links are below. Take a look in the description box. And uh, anyways, uh, but most of all, hit that like button, please. Would you hit the like button? Uh, anyways, Jesse, oh, oh, by the way, I'd like to see if you can put a comment in where you're coming from as well. What state, what country? Because we have so many countries around the world now are listening. Uh, I would just lo- love to see it uh, if you don't mind. Anyways, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. 